0: You're listening to The Community Podcast, episode 144. Pat Blumenthal preaches his last message here at Community. He celebrated and encouraged graduates in his message titled, What Time Is It? Pat also looked back at his time here at Community. If you'd like to learn more or watch the video from this podcast, please visit comref.org. Good morning. I think we should end more prayers with "Bye bye I love it. Uh... It is wonderful to be here this morning. I'm just going to get out in front of this and let you know that I have a handkerchief and I'm going to use it. (laughs) I want to invite you to grab your Bibles um, and open them up. Open them up to Acts chapter 1. In student ministries, it's been a practice of putting our phones away. We actually have distraction buckets at the door and opening up the paper Word of God. It's too often we open the digital Word of God. And there's something about the pages. And I pray that this morning, and that every day, you let these pages breathe life into you, like Jake said. And you let these pages speak to you. So we're just going to leave that right there, and we're going to be in it a little later. If you don't have a paper word of God, that's okay. It'll be up on the screen. Yeah. So my name is Pat, like Jake said. Um, I, for the past five years, have been the student ministries director. Yeah, here at Community. And um, it's been an awesome privilege. It has been amazing. And today, we've been talking about June 2 for a long time. My family... Kara and I, the pastors here at Community, the staff, and the students. We've been talking about this day for a long time, and it is here. It's Grad Sunday, which is really, really, really special and really exciting. But it also is my final day here on staff. There's some other fun things going on in my life. Like Bree said this morning, uh, right after this service, there's cake, which is very exciting. uh, Including gluten-free. And... um, (laughs) From there, we will drive out to Colorado, stopping for the night in Des Moines, Iowa. Doug said it was a beautiful place. It's not. I've never been. And we'll be out in Colorado for the month. Also, it's very, very exciting for us to let you know that we are 25 weeks pregnant. Kara's 25 weeks pregnant. So that's exciting. Yeah. So this morning, like I said, it's Grad Sunday, and we have so many grads here. They're on these, this uh, Grad Sunday form. If you haven't grabbed one, I want to encourage you to grab one. And at the end of the service, they're going to come on stage. But I'm hoping that through this message, the grads and each one of us will see one simple truth, that the gospel and having faith in Jesus Christ changes everything. So this morning, to get us started and to get us rolling, I have a very simple question for us. One that you've probably answered for yourself thousands of times, but one that, if answered properly, can change the trajectory of your entire life. What time is it? Well, there's a simple way to answer this question. The Kronos way of telling time, chronologically, according to the calendar, which means that it is 11.03 a.m. on the clock, and on my wrist, and on our phones, it's 11.03 a.m. on June 2, 2019, which means that according to the calendar, this is Grad Sunday, It also means that according to the calendar, this is my last day of student ministries at Community. It also means for you grads that you have finished up your assignments, your tests are done, your quizzes are in, your projects are completed, or at least they've been turned in, completed or not, and that you have graduated. Woo! Very exciting. And it means that this, this group of people is gathered in such a way for the last time, that we will never, over the course of history, be gathered in this same fashion again. Looking at the calendar and asking the question, what time is it, it says that it is the end. And I think endings are important, because without endings, there can never be a new beginning. So when you look at the Kronos way of telling time, 11.04 a.m., June 2, 2019, it says that it's the end. And there are a couple things that you should always do at every end. What time is it, friends? It's time to speak pure and generous words to each other. It's time... To say the most pure and generous words, I think, in the English language. Thank you. At every end, it's an opportunity to look back. All of the subtle ways that God has blessed you suddenly become clear. All of the ways that God has been moving over the past year, the past five years, you can see It is an amazing reality to look back on what has been. And when you look back on what has been, it is an amazing opportunity to be grateful. It's an amazing opportunity to have gratitude and to take some time and say thank you. To say thank you to those people who teach you, for you students or anyone. To say thank you for the people who have not just walked one mile with you, but two. To say thank you to the people who serve you food or who clean up after you. To say thank you to the office staff or the tech support or the custodial staff or the people that operate behind the scenes. Say thank you. They make your job so much easier. I know they made mine so much easier. And to say thank you to your friends. To those friends who were truly a true friend. Who are people that you could go to and trust. Because for you grads, for those people who are going off to the workforce or uh, going to to college, you're going to come to realize this really quick but people scatter. And the time to grab onto each other and to cherish each other and to say thank you will be no more. And so take the opportunity to say thank you this week, this month, this year. Say thank you to the people that make this experience of life yours. This is the end. But at every end, as you may know, It's also a new beginning. And there is no better way to launch into a new beginning than with hearts full of gratitude. And so I think it would be only right to fulfill my five years here if I had the opportunity to make a few thank yous. It's more than a few, but if you would indulge me. I want to say thank you to the staff at Community, to the pastors, you believe in me. You trust me. You encouraged me. You walked with me. And you made a ministry unreal. It was, it, it's it been amazing, so thank you. You inspire my faith. I want to say thank you to Matthew and you guys in the back, the tech team. No matter what it was no matter how last minute it was, no matter how crazy of an idea I had, you guys always came through. And for that, I say thank you. (laughs) To Alicia and the custodial staff here at Community, you might not know them, but they've put up with a few things through my five years in student ministries. (laughs) There's a reason we had to get new flooring in the gym. (laughs) right here I don't know three, four, five years ago I don't remember it all blends together we served tacos and talked about communion and didn't clean up one year we decided that it would be smart to play mini golf throughout the entire church if you know where to look you can find dimples from golf balls don't look too hard One year it was yuck night and it decided, yuck night, the most disgusting night of the junior high calendar, and it started lightning. And Kyle Borst and I looked at each other and it was one of those moments that was like, we need to be inside 10 minutes ago. And so we went in the gym with 50 disgusting middle schoolers. (laughs) Because that's where we had to go. And so Alicia and the custodial staff, thank you. You always kept me in check, but you never squashed the spirit of student ministries. To the office ladies, you might not know Kendra or Lori or Marin. I'd encourage you to stop in and say hi. They are the lifeblood of this church. And without them, I think student ministries would have been a rudderless ship or a ship out of water. So thank you. To the student ministries team, you guys are amazing. You guys are you guys put up with me, you encourage me, you encourage me. It is it's been an unreal privilege to work alongside of you. You are a light to this community. And to Bree. Thanks, Bree. We've done ministry together for 3 years. We met at Camp Geneva, and she said yes to being an intern, all for a free hat. (laughs) You took a chance. You are an amazing light to me, and you're an amazing light to our students. Thanks to Trent Lynn. Trent and I have been together for a while now, all the way from Heart to White. I grew up with your daughter and your son, and we were good friends, and we are good friends. And for five years, we've had the opportunity to do ministry together. And without you, I would not be the man I am today. I'm confident in that. And so thank you. I'm hugging you again. <laughs> you've walked with Kara and I you've encouraged Kara and I and you continue to do that and so thank you I want to say thank you to my family and my friends I think sometimes this place is all I talk about you guys are pretty cool you know that I think they'd get sick of me talking about students but they don't And so, thank you, family and friends. I want to say thank you to our amazing student ministry volunteers, past and present. You gave so selflessly, and you continue to give so selflessly every Wednesday and every Sunday night. You give your time, your energy, and your love. You take time away from your families, and you give to these amazing students. And for that, I say thank you. I want to say thank you to the parents of the students. Many of you are in here. You allowed me to to love on your sons and daughters. You gave me the okay to do crazy things and to take them on crazy mission trips, and you trusted me. And for that, I say thank you to you students graduates it's an unspeakable privilege to be your pastor to look out and see a generation that will change the world it's been an unreal opportunity you are why i do this you are remarkable people and you are a sign of the coming kingdom your faith inspires my faith and to you, each and every one of you, the congregation. Five years ago, you said yes to a 22-year-old kid with a big handlebar mustache. (laughs) You said yes, and you gave me opportunities as I never thought I would have. And without that yes, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in seminary. I don't know if I'd be married to Kara and I don't know if we'd be going to Jamaica and I don't know if we'd be having a child. And so for that, yes, I say thank you. I want to say thank you to Kara, my beloved wife. There is no one who I'd rather do ministry alongside of and no one I'd rather spend the rest of my life with. You encourage me. You put up with my shenanigans. You hang out with students just for fun. And for that, I am so grateful. As we enter into a new season, I'm so glad we get to do it together. And finally, thank you, Jesus, the head of this church, the head of the church, the reason why we gather, the reason why I'm here the reason why we have breath in our lungs, and the reason why we live this life. Thank you, Jesus. What time is it, friends? What time is it? It's time to spread encouragement by saying thank you. It's time to be grateful. It's time to be a light in this community by shining with Jesus Christ. But my friends, this is not the only way to answer this question. The question of what time is it can also be answered the Kairos way. The Kronos looks at the calendar and says this is the end, but the Kairos way says that this is just the beginning. It says that there is an opportune time. There is an appointed moment. The scriptures tell us this in many ways. If you opened up your Bibles to Acts 1, you can get that now. But I see the Kairos way of speaking and of understanding through Jesus' life. And honestly, you could page in and page out. You can see the Kairos way of telling time. But I see it so clearly as Jesus' words to his disciples right before the ascension in Acts 1 Verse 8, it says this, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and I, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, and in Samaria, and to the very ends of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus answers the question, what time is it? And he tells us that based on an eternal promise, based on something that we are fulfilling right now, his people, he tells us so clearly, what time is it? It's time to go be a witness. It's time to go be a witness to the very ends of the earth. To be a witness of a God whose grace will never let us down even when we let ourselves down. To be a witness of a God who, who lives a life of reconciliation and of gratitude so that we get to bear the good news that the good fruit that is spoken to us through the picture of the empty tomb, because my friends, the tomb is empty and we serve a living God, amen? Amen. To be a witness, not of a safe God, but a dangerous God, one who draws us out of our own comfort zones and our own homes and our own communities and draws us into a world where we can never return to what was because what is is so much better. To be a witness of a God who unlocks us from ourselves and leads us Further out and further in to the depths of his love, where everything that has breath sings hallelujah. It's time to be a, way, or be, a, be a witness of the defining reality that Christ is king. I also know, my friends, that this is easier said than done, it makes sense here. We're comfortable here, we know each other here. Out there, there's taxes, and schedules, and stress, and soccer games, and chaotic home situations, and college, and jobs, and it makes sense here, but it doesn't make sense out there. I know it's easier said than done. What does it look like to be a witness in this new beginning? Well, for some of you, you have just graduated. College or the workforce or something else is on your horizon. For others, it's summer. For some of you, you are empty nesters for the first time. And for others, you're starting your own family. I know as I think about my journey of leaving this place, West Michigan, I have called home my entire life, all 27 years, and going to a place of unknown with a brand new child, it's scary. We, But, but the reality is, is that we are truly all starting something new today. Today is another day. Today is is one of those appointed moments or opportune times. And what does it look like to be a witness in the opportune times or the appointed moments? I don't exactly know. But I do know some things, and I want to encourage you as you begin anew. First and foremost, find a community of faith. Find people that will surround you will encourage you, will walk with you, will open up the word of the Lord, open up this book, and actually read it together. Find people who you can sit with, who you can cry with, who you can, who you can have fun with. Find people who will speak into your lives. Find people who you can worship with. Wherever you go, north, south, east, or west, find brothers and sisters who you can be with, who you can do life with. And when you do that, what the Bible tells us is that you will be surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. But the one thing that we all need to remember is that to be a witness is not on our own strength. It is not my own power dependent. But it all depends on the gifts of God. The scriptures tell us, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. That's what Jesus says. But you will receive power. That song, I love it. Right? It says the same power that rose Jesus from the grave, the same power that calms the raging sea, it lives inside of you and me. That was a nice little rhyme. (laughs) That same power, because you don't need to rely on yourselves. You get to lean into Jesus and lean into the power that he has given you through the Holy Spirit. Grace, salvation, all of the blessings that he gives us start with God and end with God and have been given to you so that you can give them to others. This summer, every single day, before your feet hit the floor, I want to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life, to guide your life, to show you the way. And when you do that, you will find that you are a witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you are surrounded by a crowd of witnesses. Because, my friends, this is the only thing that truly matters. My friends, I want to say thank you one more time. You have been my cloud of witnesses, and you continue to be my cloud of witnesses. And for that, I am so thankful. So, my friends, it's time to say thank you. And it's time to go be a witness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blessings that you give us. I thank you for each and every opportunity that we get. Father, I just pray for all of these people here, especially these students here and the graduating students. I pray for opportunities to be a witness to you when the going gets rough. I pray that we can all be a witness to you each and every morning and each and every evening. Father, I pray that we go from this place changed because of who you are. Father, your love overwhelms me and overwhelms us, and I pray that we can go from this place knowing more who we are, and whose we are because of the work on the cross. Father, thank you for Community Reform Church. Thank you for this great cloud of witnesses. Thank you for all of the love that you shower upon us. All of this is for you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. I want to invite... Oh, you guys can have a seat. Thank you. I want to invite the graduating seniors from high school to come up on stage. You guys know who you are. Why they come up? Yeah, okay, perfect. Just make your way right here. Don't go too far back, you're not hiding. Perfect, yes. Oh my gosh, what lovely faces. I met the majority of you in eighth grade and I cannot believe that. Many of us went to New Orleans together. That was, that was a fun trip. My friends, these are the graduating seniors from Community Reform Church, and I have been so blessed to get to be their pastor. <laughs> During Grad Sunday, I always want to share a couple words of encouragement with them, by proxy with you as well, but I'm going to turn my back and step down here to talk to them, if that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Friends, you did it. You feeling good? Yeah. <laughs> tests are done. Come on. Yeah, tests are done. Yeah, I know, it's kind of weird, right? The the light, bright lights, light brights. Tests are done. All that jazz, right? No homework for a while. That's exciting. That's exciting. Get to spend a couple weeks at the beach. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So friends, I want to, we celebrate and we honor you. Just like we had Baccalaureate here on Tuesday night, packed the place, had a couple hundred seniors here. Just like at Baccalaureate, we want to send you well. We want to encourage you this place has has been my home for, for, for so long, and I know it's been home for you for so long, and we want to send you with the knowledge that we love you dearly. When I thought, when I was thinking about this message and thinking about what I want to encourage you with, um, I was thinking, what, did, what do I want? What would I have wanted when I was going off to college? And I, I went a really long way, Hope College, go Dutchman, but... <laughs> But I don't think I went with the right things on the mind. And so I want to encourage you, and I want you to go with the right things on the mind. I want to tell you, and, and the Bible tells us time and time again, that Jesus has already prepared a way for us where there was no way. And so, when you go in the joyous occasions and in the wilderness, on the mountaintops and in the valleys, turn to him. He is the constant. Put your faith in Jesus Christ and cherish these moments that you have right now and be ready for those kairos moments that are inevitably coming. Because they are. Those moments are coming. My challenge to you is to go and to be a witness. Because, guys, it's the only thing that truly matters. And so whether you're going to the workforce or to college or to missions or the military or whatever the future has for you, be a witness. This morning, we're gifting you Bibles. They're behind you. You'll get them in a moment. We're gifting you Bibles. And this is because this is the truth. It's the sword of the Spirit. It is a book that loves and encourages and cherishes. It challenges. It expi- inspires. And it changes you. And so, my friends, read it. Read it with the foundation of Jesus Christ. I want to share a quote from one of my favorite authors who recently passed away. His name is Eugene Peterson. And he says this, no text could be out, can be understood outside of the entire context. And the most entire context is Jesus Christ. Every biblical text must be read in the living presence of jesus every word of scriptural text is a window or a door leading us out of our own tar paper shacks of self and into the great outdoors of god's revelation and so my friends we are sending you with the word of the truth the sword of the spirit We love you. And just as the Bible says, I will echo its truths in saying that you are an heir to the kingdom of heaven. It is for you. God has claimed you, God has renamed you as his son and his daughter. And God invites you to be a part of whatever he's got in your life because he's got some really, really good plans. My friends, we want to pray for you as a community of faith, and so we're going to get you the, your Bibles. I, can I ask Bree to help you with that? We're going to get you your Bibles, and then I'm going to... Why they do that, I've already briefed you, so you know what's going on. I'm going to tell the congregation what we're doing, because we're doing something a little bit different this morning. I'm going to ask you to be okay with it. <laughs> the seniors, in a moment, we're going to pray for them. And we're going to have them go down in the center aisle and kind of line up through it, and then all of us are going to come around the seniors and we're going to lay hands on them. And if you can't lay a hand on the senior, then lay a hand on someone who's laying a hand on someone who's laying a hand on someone who's outstretching an arm from the balcony, who's laying a hand on someone, and by the properties of uh, blessing, we will bless them in the middle. And so we are going to pray for them. I'll pray from stage, and I would like you to pray. So we're going to give you your Bibles, which has been done. And when you have your Bibles, I'd like you to go in the middle, and I want to invite you to stand up and come to the center. You guys can come around. We can, we can take a couple minutes. You can come around, and let's bless these seniors. Lead the way, Bailey. Heck yeah. Good jump. Uh, go to, like, the middle. Yeah. Wonderful. All right, don't be shy, friends. Seniors, you can hug each other, you can do whatever you want, and friends around them, put your hands on them. Put your hands on them. We've got one more senior. Here we go. My friends, it's time to send these seniors well, and so if you are not around these seniors, I just want to encourage you to extend your arms, touch someone who's touching someone who's touching someone who's got their hands on a senior and let's pray father jesus christ we love you so so much i pray that as we go from this place we can be sent to be your witnesses and i specifically pray right now for our beloved graduating seniors father we love them so much they are a huge part of who we are as a church And Father, I pray that as they go from this place, they can remember where they have come from and remember where they are going. That they know that you have a plan for them. And that as they go from this place, that you love them so dearly. No matter what it is, job, uh, college, missions, military, anything else, I pray that they are your witnesses and i pray that we remember them that each and every morning we pray for them in their tra- in your transitions in your chaos in your exams in your work whatever it is i pray for peace over the seniors i pray for pray for a great a great couple weeks of summer before the real world tends to hit and i pray that you always feel welcome back here at community because you, as Pastor Greg says, are home here. Father, we love you, and we love these seniors. And I pray in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that you bless them. Lord, we love you, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. You don't need to go back to your seats. We're going to benedict right here. So you just, you're already standing, just face up here. Um, I should probably come clean. I I guess maybe, uh, I love the Shema to the point that it's going to be my benediction tonight. But I also love it so much. Oh yeah, it's not night. That's that's youth ministry. (laughs) This morning. But I also love it enough and I should come clean. I got a tattoo about it. Look at that. So I'll roll up my sleeves. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your daughters and sons, your daughter and son said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Paid for it too. You, Oh, you paid for it. Wow. Mom. <laughs> Go with these words: Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Ahad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Love your Lord, your God, with all of your heart soul, and strength. And as Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Go in the peace and love of Jesus Christ and have a blessed day.